Talking about food on an outdoor show can be fun. We've covered camping food, state fair food, and the traditions and symbolism of food during certain times of year like Thanksgiving and New Year's. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors, your host, Bill Barty. However, there's another time that we end up talking about food, and it's when loaves and fishes and friendship trays partners with scouting programs in Mecklenburg County to bring attention, collect food, and raise money. However, something is majorly different this year in 2024, namely a new name of the combined organizations. Nourish Up has just been announced, and we celebrate that, but the mission is the same, and let's put the beginnings in perspective of how these organizations started and then how they came under this new name, Nourish Up. In doing so, we're going to bring on the CEO of Nourish Up to help us catch up on what's happening with the organization. Tina Postel, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Well, thank you for having me back. I am thrilled, thrilled to chat with you. Hey, we remember when you came to the Charlotte area, took on these new jobs a few years <laughs> back, um, and we know, I know that you came from Montana at one part of your life and career, but I can't remember your background in the sport of fly fishing because Montana is one of the <laughs> best destinations in the world for fly fishing. What about you, Tina? Well, you- you bet it is, and I can certainly make recommendations on where to go, <laughs> but let me tell you, the reason you don't know my history in fly fishing is because all I do is eat the fish. There is no catching fish on my watch. So I'm happy to make recommendations, but I am, you're not going to find me out there in one of those streams with my waders on. Listen, there's always a chance. <laughs> We're going to put maybe, Tina, uh, maybe under your name right there for the sport of fly fishing. Tina, go through this with me just briefly. Loaves and Fishes began back in 1975 at Holy Comforter Episcopal Church over in Dilworth. Um, yes. And it opened its first pantry there and fed 1,000 people. Friendship Trays, that was about a year later, I think, uh, opened up and delivered six meals to the homes of elderly residents in the Elizabeth neighborhood. That was both in the mid-70s when those two groups came along. They combined in 2021, and just a week, 10 days, something like that ago, we have a whole new brand, a whole new name, Nourish (laughs) Up. Tell us about that and how that all came to a head uh, in 2024. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for asking. It's been a long journey. You know, like you said, both organizations have been serving the Charlotte-Mecklenburg County area for nearly 50 years. Mm. It's just unbelievable. So we brought these two powerhouse organizations, one that had a network of emergency food pantries and did grocery home delivery, and the other that did Meals on Wheels, delivered meals straight to homebound individuals. So The reason behind our merger with Loaves and Fishes and Friendship Trays a few years ago was to make sure that we could address anyone's food insecurity need with one phone call as one organization. So it didn't matter if people needed meals, 
if they needed groceries, if they wanted to shop at a pantry, if they needed something delivered to their doorstep. We wanted to help anyone facing a food insecurity issue through through one organization. So when we merged a couple of years ago, we just combined both names, loaves and fishes slash friendship trays. But man, that is a mouthful. So we knew in the long run that we needed to rebrand and come up with a name that clearly yet succinctly could describe our mission. And our mission at Loaves and Fishes Friendship Trays was to was to feed our neighbors with food and compassion. And so what's a name that describes a mission as bold as that and a vision for a community that accepts no excuses for our neighbors going hungry? Well, we worked with the professionals at Ray Ward and did a ton of stakeholder research about what loaves and fishes and friendship trays means to people. And the word that kept coming up over and over again was nourish. You know, we fill hearts, we fill plates, we do so much more than food, and we do it in an active manner. We are offering a hand up and not a hand out. And so that's where Nourish Up was born. And we are lifting our community through food. That's our new tagline. And Nourish Up is our new name. So same, same great mission, but just new bold name. Well, bold name, bold brand. That brings me to my next question. And Tina, I'm just going to ask you this for clarification's sake. Yes. As Nourish Up grabs its continued foothold in our community, playing a very important part. There are two more big brands in our area that are in the food uh, delivery or the food concern or the food insecure uh, realm. And I'm going to help get you to help me clarify what they do in relationship. Yeah. You mentioned one, Meals on Wheels. What does that have yes. to do with Nourish Up? Well, I will tell you, we actually are the Meals on Wheels for mm -hmm. Mecklenburg County. So we are part of Meals on Wheels of America. So we are one of their affiliates. And it's certainly a well-known name, you know, especially right. for people who are transplants from other areas. So we are the Meals on Wheels program here in Mecklenburg County. So Nourish Up uh, is our formal name, but we run the Meals on Wheels program for folks who are homebound and need meals delivered straight to their door. So in a nutshell, we are Meals on Wheels. Fantastic. So if we were in another community, if we were in the Twin Cities, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, um, and we didn't have nourishup.org in that community, we might have uh, Meals on Wheels doing the same. Yes, I mean, absolutely. Doing, most, most larger cities do have a Meals on Wheels program in their community. And sometimes it's run by a separate entity. Sometimes it's run by an organization like Nourish Up. Sometimes it's run by your local food bank. Um, so it really just depends. But most big cities do have a Meals on Wheels program, and ours is run by Nourish Up. Oh, thank you, all the listeners out there to the Carolina Outdoors, for listening to me um, ask these questions uh, from Tina Postel, uh, CEO of Nourish Up, so I can have some clarity uh, for all of us, at least. That's my excuse. Tina, here's the other big brand in our area that plays such a huge uh -huh. part. Second Harvest Food Bank. What is yes, that? Yes, they are... 
They are an amazing partner of ours, mm-hmm. and please don't apologize for asking the question because it's one of our most frequently asked questions. You know, people may see billboards saying that Nourish Up fights hunger, and they might see a second harvest billboard that says they fight hunger. The truth is we all do. We work in collaboration with one another. So Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina is our region's food bank, and they work with the food giants of the world to get food from national partners and grocery retailers, and they give that food not directly to people, but to partner agencies like Nourish Up. So a large percentage of the food that we distribute through our pantries, through our grocery home delivery program, comes from our amazing friends at Second Harvest Food Bank. So Second Harvest acts as the wholesaler, and we act as the retailer, getting food out to the people in need. So it is a wonderful partnership. Last year alone, almost 30% of the food that we distributed came from our great friends at Second Harvest Food Bank. So we're we're all in this fight together. We're just at different points along the food chain. Well, I think you've served, uh, served a record number of people in the past year. Over 200,000 uh, people have been served. With that, Tina, I'm going to ask for one more point of uh, clarification. The words food insecurity are often used when talking about people that don't have regular or nutritious meals But many times in the community, we, the community, don't fully understand what that means and who is affected. Can you give us some general examples of folks that are food insecure? Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you asked that question as well, because we fight misconceptions and stereotypes on a regular basis. You know, I think if I asked any of your listeners to close their eyes and imagine a hungry person, what what image might come first and foremost to their mind is a homeless individual on the side of the street, you know, holding a cardboard sign will work for food. And certainly many people who suffer from homelessness are indeed hungry. That's not our typical target audience of who we serve at Nourish Up. Many of the families that we serve are working families who are experiencing you know, a financial hardship. You know, something comes up, a car breaks down or rent gets increased and they have to make tough decisions and they can't afford to keep nutritious food on their table. Or through our Meals on Wheels program, we have people who are homebound that simply cannot cook for themselves any longer. And some of them might be seniors on fixed income, so they can't afford an expensive meal delivery program. And so they call us at Meals on Wheels and we can provide a medically tailored meal along with a friendly face that can deliver that meal straight to their doorstep Monday through Friday. So food insecurity looks dramatically different. We Again, we serve seniors on fixed income. We serve people who are working that just can't keep up. You know, they're, living, they're not making a living wage, and they need temporary assistance with some free groceries. Almost half of who we serve are children and seniors. And, you know, that's never an image that you want to conjure up is a hungry child or a hungry senior citizen. But, again, nearly half of who we serve are children and seniors. Well, and I think about a senior citizen who maybe uh, just went through a medical issue. Maybe his family lives in another part of the country, is not there to, to give him or her care 
and that's where your organization can really step in and help someone who can't help themselves just because they don't have that that care uh, in their backyard with a family or a or faith group or, or something like that, you can step in and help make it happen. And Tina, I want to ask you that because I mentioned it in, in the uh, introduction or talking about the history of Nourish Up, the founding groups of Nourish Up that began back in the mid-70s were started either by a church like Holy Comforter or were strongly supported by the faith community, the Charlotte Church community, is that connection still there, and are there any religious or membership requirements to qualify for Nourish Up? Absolutely. Those are great questions. I will tell you, we are strongly supported still by the faith community. Both organizations, you know, were founded by various churches, local churches here in the Charlotte uh, Mecklenburg area. And I'm proud to say that they still support us to this day. Uh, we still have a pantry at Holy Comforter Episcopal Church. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of our volunteers uh, come from the faith community. But we also have other volunteers, you know, that come from the medical community. Community, the school community, other nonprofits, you name it. So it certainly takes a village. There are no membership requirements. We believe at our core that absolutely everyone, regardless of your faith, regardless of your race, regardless of your gender, regardless of your age, we believe that everyone should have the right to access to nutritious food. Now, we do operate on a referral system so that we keep track of who we're feeding, so that we can paint a picture of who's food insecure in our community. So if somebody wants to come get a week's worth of free groceries from one of our pantries or through our grocery home delivery program, we ask that they have a referral from, it can be from a government agency, a school teacher, you know, maybe the pastor at their church, another nonprofit that they're working with. And we do have an on-site team of social workers. If we get somebody that doesn't have a connection to any of those referral partners, we have on-site social workers who can do that vetting and also make connections so that people don't need to rely on our grocery services in perpetuity. We want to be that hand up and not the handout. So sometimes we'll give them groceries, and then we connect them to another nonprofit or to a government agency or, you know, another organization that can help solve the root causes of their food insecurity issue. So it certainly takes a village. We have hundreds of partner agencies and pantry locations, and many of them still include the faith community, which we're so grateful for. But we also, like I said, work with schools, other nonprofits. Um, houses of worship, government agencies, you name it. The voice you hear right there, Tina Postel, CEO of Nourish Up, formerly Loaves and Fishes, Friendship Trays, joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors. And uh, Tina, what you do for for Nourish Up or, and, and what the everyone who participates does is bringing community together, making us a whole lot better as a whole. And that includes not just the faith communities or the medical or the education, but also you have an ingrained and important relationship with the Mecklenburg County Council <laughs> of Boy Scouts of America. And in late January, so I think it's January 27th, Thousands of scouts uh, in Mecklenburg County will go door to door 
um, with food bags. And this is a collection opportunity for Nourish Up. They come back February 3rd. Talk to us about that program with Mecklenburg County Council and the primary needs for Nourish Up as uh, scouts come back to collect this food. Well, I have to tell you, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find a, another group that I adore more than, than the Boy Scouts here in Mecklenburg County. I cannot tell you what an absolute blessing that entire operation is to our organization at Nourish Up. It is by far, and I mean by far, our largest food drive of the year. So these amazing scouts that we now, instead of bags, we take door tags to oh. people's doors. <laughs> I'm living so in the past. They get, their door, they get their door tag, and then people can load up a grocery bag of their own. But if anybody can't go shopping, there's also ways that they can donate through a text to give or a website, you know, if they want to donate financially instead of leaving a bag on their doorstep for those scouts to pick up. That door tag has all that information. But by far... It is our largest food drive of the year. No one else has ever beat the Scouts, and we hope that's true this year. Because like you said earlier, need is at an all-time high. Yes. And, that, and again, we've been in business for almost 50 years. So the fact that in 2023 we served more people than we ever have in our 49-year history, that's unheard of. So we need – donated food now more than ever, and we need critical financial support, and we're so grateful for the scouts for their hard work going door-to-door to make these collections for us. So we just need to be on the lookout for that door tag and, and, and maybe beep the horn or, or say hello to these young scouts that are canvassing neighborhoods all over Mecklenburg County with these door hangers. And then again, on Saturday, February 3rd, they'll be uh, collecting food uh, along the way. And since 2010, Mecklenburg County Council of Scouts have collected close to, wow, 3.5 million pounds of food. So it is a big deal here in 2024 with, I think, Tina, uh, you served 238,000 people. I think that's right, in Mecklenburg County, which most ever. So uh, it is a time of need, and thank you for your work. And thank you for your time. Uh, for more information, I guess we can go to the website, brand-new website, by the way, <laughs> nourishup.org. Correct. Yes, they can find all the information there, but please give generously. These scouts are working hard in cold weather oftentimes, so they love it when they go, when they return to the doorstep and they find a bag loaded full of groceries. Nothing brings them more joy. They're there to serve, and we, we need the food, my friends, so please give generously, and the scouts will be excited to come and collect that food on your doorstep. Well said. Tina Postel, CEO of Nourish Up, nourishup.org. Thank you for being on with us here on the Carolina Outdoors. We look forward to having you again. I, I'm here anytime as long as you don't ask me for my fly fishing technique. <laughs> <laughs> We've got you on the maybe list still. <laughs> off she goes and off I go. But just for a moment, we're going to come back and wrap up this edition of the Carolina Outdoors.